Hello, Billy Reeves here. Welcome to the K-Scope podcast roundup of 2018. Now, the year started freezing cold in London, but not as cold as it was in St. Petersburg. So I got in touch with Gleb Kolyadin, who just released his new album on K-Scope to ask him just how cold it was in Russia. Yesterday it was minus 17 degrees, proper Russian winter here, but it's more like crazy winter. But today it suddenly became warmer, so we all are waiting for the good sunny weather and dreaming to be in any warm place. What were you doing before joining I Am The Morning then? I was just playing the piano. Well, in general it's true, I have devoted most of my time to music lessons since childhood. Although shortly before the I'm the Morning I played for a while in another band. Uh, it was such an ordinary pop rock band and my first experience in non-academic music. But it was quite useful and reflected on my perception of classical music too. And then the band broke up and a mutual friend introduced me to Mariana. And since then we've been playing for seven years. Uh, so it was like a fateful meeting, I think.
Gleb Kolyadin featuring Mick Moss. That is entitled Astral Architecture from the album Gleb Kolyadin. Now, a few weeks after I spoke to Gleb, I was well honoured to be invited to a Tesseract rehearsal in Buckinghamshire. Fascinating to see them working with our amps and breaking the gear down. So with this DIY approach, I was fascinated to know, first asking Dan and James, if there was any rock and roll partying going to be going on on their tour of the States. I think things have changed quite a lot over the years. <laughs> Only today we had the conversation. Uh, I think we're going to rein it in again this year, just like not party too hard and right. just kind of look after ourselves. Yeah. But really, I think it's a case of just making sure we have enough rest, mm. you know. So we'll often pack down at the end of a show and then straight in the bandwagon and straight to sleep. You know, there's no there's no real partying. So there's no, no hotels then, it's all on the bus. Keeping on the No, bus. well, the drives are so long, we, we, we sleep as we drive. Because we're, like well, we're in a, what's called a bandwagon, which is basically a poor man's tour bus. It's, right. it's kind of like a tour bus, but a little bit rough around the edges.
they are Tesseract. That is entitled Mirror Image from the album Sonder. Now in the spring, Gaspacho came to North London to perform a show, typical London spring day. It absolutely steroided it down with rain. A brief respite between the storms though allowed me to catch up with Thomas Anderson uh, backstage. And I'm always very interested in how this band writes. They tend to write separately like modern groups do. And Jan Henrik is one of my favorite singers. So the conversation came round to how Thomas and I are such big fans of his singer. There were some people in the beginning of the band that used to write and say that, you know, who's that singer? What's her name? All right, yeah. And there is a, a quality to the vocal which is very difficult to pin down, I think. Yeah. And we always make the music instrumentally first. Okay. And then he will come in and he won't listen to the actual demo. And then he'll just sing over the demo the first okay. time he hears it and hope that he hits the right notes, yeah. depending on where he guesses where we're going to go, because wow. he's worked with us all for so long. Yeah. And sometimes we have happy accidents and sometimes we don't. But usually most of the best tunes are the tunes that just came first time he tried yeah, wow. on on the it's music. almost like right brain, just well, letting the music get out of the way. In yeah, way. and it's, it's, I suppose a true element of random. Mm. And that also means that the actual melodies might be more disconnected from the chords yeah. because if you've ever been when you write a song and you make four chords then yeah. you know if you're going to start singing while you're playing those four chords there's a high chance you're going to be hitting those chords yeah.
Rappaccini from the album Sawyers, and they are called Gaspacho. Now at Catescope, we're always very excited to be releasing solo material from Riverside's frontman and bass player, our friend Marias Dudar, and we were surprised to get a new album from Lunatic Soul this year, and so was he. Under the Fragmented Sky is a very unexpected release also for me, because at the very beginning of this year, I didn't even realize that I'm going to release the new Lunatic Soul album <laughs> uh, after, I don't know, seven, uh, eight months after the previous one. Um, and uh, for me, it has its own identity, its own character, its own experiment, vocal experiment, uh, some uh, kind of, I think, fresh idea for the music. As an artist, I just want to do something that matters. I just want to do something that uh, helps me to survive. So it's done, you've won the fight. War is over, you can stop. Don't mind them, they don't deserve. They'll keep snarling, nursing hate. Stop. You took the string up to 
Marias Dudar from Riverside uh, performing as Lunatic Soul from the album Under the Fragmented Sky. That is called Untamed. Now we had a very warm summer in London and it was during this mini heatwave that I ran into, deliberately of course, Bruce Sword from The Pineapple Thief at Waterloo train station in London as K-Scope was sending him off to France to promote the new album Dissolution. And yes, both of us, both of us, dear listener, were wearing shorts. We talked about the fact that this is the label's 10th anniversary, the 100th podcast, but I guess next year it's kind of the Pineapple Thief 20 years, isn't it? Would that be fair? Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, 20 20 years. Well, it was 1999, yeah, Yeah. that I started it all those years ago. So with, with abducting... Well, abducting a unicorn because of my previous band, Vol Unicorn, but it was supposed to be called Abducted at Birth. And uh, yeah, 20 years, blimey. What's changed and what stayed the same? My attitude to songwriting has pretty much stayed the same. The amount of effort that I put into it, the difference is, is that I've just learned an awful lot. You know, over the 20 years, I've learned every year, every, you, you, just, it, you just know what to do. And it was every time I f- approached an album, I was thinking, how can this be, how can we make it better? What, how, what can I do? And, uh, and I think the band went through sort of three phases. It started off as just me and just on my lonesome in the studio. And then we, we got the band together and, and it's so hard to, to, to make a band work when you haven't got any money and everyone in the band is working and got families so but we kind of get got it together enough and then things we we had a third era where things sort of started to get we started to get a bit of success um and then gavin came on board and then 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 i think that's a sort of a new era for the band the the, the last sort of two three years Covering your tracks You know You cannot 
The lovely Bruce Sword and the boys from The Pineapple Thief, who feature, of course, Gavin Harrison from Porcupine Tree, King Crimson et al. on drums these days. That's from the K-Scope LP Dissolution, and that is entitled Uncovering Your Tracks. Now, later on in the summer, I took a train to the very east of England to, to meet Giancarlo Era in his own studio, which also doubles up as his astrological base, all of his big telescopes in there. Now, for No Sound's new album, Giancarlo has been listening to a lot of pop music on the internet to inspire him to change the way he thinks about melodies. Interesting experiment, I thought. And I, I just arrived to a point where I, I just started questioning myself. I said, right, okay, why... Why I'm not liking this music? What is the What's yeah. exactly? Well, if, if there is, maybe it's just not my kind of music. Mm. I don't know. It's a K-pop single, yeah. and I, I just honestly, I just don't like it, and it's fine. Yeah. But it's more not of, for, it's not for you, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I think most of the times it is. It is for most of the times it is prejudice. It is what we are used mm. to listen to mm. more than do really like it. Okay. Um, and I think that's uh, doing this exercise more and more mm. often. I think that I just found beauty in things that mm. I necessarily didn't like before. And this process actually opened another door that was a very big door for me, that is indifference 
and in variety and in actually in what you don't necessarily like mm. it is where very often beauty is meaning that i sometimes i just like the music that is different from what i will do and mm. what i would generally like and i think that in this album there was this kind of thing so basically this process opened for me when i was writing i felt finally or suddenly free uh, and it was just myself. I was keeping myself in, in, in the cage. You know, it was not the fault of anyone else. It was just yeah. me. I was feeling more free to explore. So, you know, there was, I don't know, there were these chords on the piano. And then I knew that, I don't know, I wouldn't necessarily go on something a bit dissonant. Or, mm. I don't know, I wouldn't want to use electronics. Or mm. just because I, I realized that I actually love that stuff. Mm. I just was not, I wasn't used to it. And I, was all, I wasn't going open-minded, really, yeah. to just appreciate it. It doesn't make you like everything. Yeah, now open-minded is a really good word of putting it. From the LP, Allow Yourself, that is No Sound with Ego uh, Drip. Now, as the nights drew in in autumn, the award-winning Russian duo I Am The Morning uh, reappeared with Ocean Sounds, Mariana Semkina and Gleb Kolyadin's intimate concert film. Is it a film? Is it an album? What is it? Mariana explains. I personally call it a life music experience for introverts. <laughs> because uh, it gives you a perfect opportunity to immerse yourself in our music, not in the middle of the crowd in some crowded venue, although we normally play in beautiful seated classical halls, uh, but uh, at home with a glass of wine and your favorite cat or something. Wow, I sound so old. <laughs> 
what you deserve. You were too good to serve. Get what you deserve. You were too good to fall. I'm so glad for you. Were too good to fall. You were too good to fall. You were too good to fall. You were too good to From Ocean Sounds, I am the morning, and that's entitled Romance. Thanks very much for all of your kind words of support during 10 years of K-Scope and 10 years of the podcast. If you're stuck for a festive gift at this time of year, why not give the gift of great music and share this podcast amongst your friends via whichever platform you listen to it on. Tar. I've got some notices before I go. Tesseract had some Indian and American dates in the new year. Paul Draper is out on the road with his chum Stephen Wilson again. Uh, doing some acoustic shows in France in the new year. Godsticks have announced a few dates for 2019 as well. They're playing the Lexington in North London on March the 15th. See you there. It's a great little venue, that, and they're doing several festivals. A behind-the-scenes at the Union Chapel video movie is on kscopemusic.com or our YouTube channel made by our friend and fan Jao uh, Philippe Chick. That out. And also more... 10th anniversary celebrations released next year, uh, so keep an eye and ear out for that. Our friends Anathema have some acoustic resonance dates with Duncan Patterson in uh, South America. Talking of Anathema, talking of the 10th anniversary, at the beginning of the winter as the year came to a close, we all enjoyed a 10th anniversary party show at uh, the Union Chapel, which featured Anathema as the closing act and also of course celebrating Anathema's compilation album Internal Landscapes. Great way to end the year and before I play out with the title track Internal Landscapes it just remains for me to wish you a very happy new year. Ta-da! And I felt myself going. Uh, I was in a great deal of pain. Uh, It was a very frightening experience. I began to, to slip, I just sort of feel myself going. And I remember trying to hold on. I'll be okay, I'll be okay. And it got to the point where you know, I just couldn't. And everything began to just become very quiet. And I can remember with every ounce of strength I had, I wanted to say goodbye to my wife was important to me and I did I I remember just turning my head looking at her and saying I'm gonna die goodbye John and I did it was then that I experienced experienced what we call a near-death experience for me there was nothing near about it (laughs) it was there Uh, it was a total immersion in light, brightness, warmth, peace, uh, security. I did not have an out-of-body experience. I did not see my body or anyone about me. 
just immediately went into this beautiful, bright light. It's difficult to describe. Matter of fact, it's impossible to, to describe. Verbally, it cannot be expressed. It's something which becomes you, and you become it. I could say that I was peace. I was love. I was the brightness. It was part of me.
was eternity. It's like I was always there, and I will always be there. That my existence on Earth was just a very brief instant. I could say that I was peace. I was love. I was the brightness. It was part of me.